0: You can't figure it all out from a standstill. You're a person who's heard the word no from a boss, an ex, a team that cut you, a job market that didn't want you, an accident or diagnosis that left you debilitated and depressed, or felt paralyzed by any setback that you just weren't willing to accept. This is the show for you, because it'll teach you what my dad always taught me, that failure is just opportunity in disguise. This is Matthew Del Negro, and you're listening to 10,000 No's. Welcome back to 10,000 Knows. By the time you're listening to this, you will know how long it is. I do not know because this is going to be a riffing solo episode. I imagine it's going to be on the short side, but here is the gist of it. I am traveling for work this week and have a long job coming up. uh, The second season of City on a Hill, which I'm very excited about, and yet I am feeling jammed up in terms of delivering this podcast to you on a weekly basis because of everything else that's going on. Um, as you may know, if you've been listening, I recently completed my the book, 10,000 Knows the Book, which will be coming out as of now. It looks like it's on schedule to come out the end of June. I'm excited about that. I'm going to talk about that a little bit here, uh, but there's a lot going on. And so I want to talk about expectations because I have been uh, gearing toward a job like this one uh, on City on a Hill for a long, long time. I finally have it. And now here I am and not feeling like I'm uh, at peace and levitating. I'm feeling like I have so much to do. There are so many loose ends uh, before traveling. Um, I'm feeling mixed emotions because I'm happy about the job, but I'm also going to be leaving my family. So I, I wanted to talk about expectations today and how they can really they can really set you up for a fall. Um, I think... The the opposite of expectations in a way is gratitude. Gratitude is just, uh, you know, being thankful for what you have and leaving it at that, and understanding that there are things that are not perfect, but you're not going to focus on those things. Uh, reminds me of the past guest from a while ago, Natalie Cogan. She started a company called Happier Now because she was a successful entrepreneur, and she felt like she was still unsatisfied. So she said, I want to stop saying I'll be happier when, you know, fill in the blank and replace that with I'm happier now because, and then fill in the blank with that. And I think that's really about gratitude. So I interviewed a friend of mine, very impressive friend of mine recently that this interview will come sometime in the spring. His name is Tyler Mitchell and he, uh, is one of the founders with Ron Howard and Brian Grazer of something called the Imagine Impact Program. It's this great program for writers from all over the world that don't have representation. They can come to LA. It gives them a shot in the Hollywood system. It's really incredible, and you'll hear all about it. But he and I sat down here and we talked, and I know about all of his accomplishments, but uh, it was one of these things where when I sit down with impressive guests, it sometimes you know, where it should just be all joy. Sometimes it sends me into panic and anxiety and a worried state that that I have not done as much as they have. And, uh, you know, oh my God, what am I doing? And, and what else do I have to do? And that anxiety is not constructive. And we've talked about that on this show, but I'm just sharing it because I don't want to present myself Here on 10,000 No's, like I've got it all figured out. Uh, Certainly. I hope I don't. I hope you don't feel that way. But if you're feeling that way, know that you're not alone, first of all. And it doesn't matter what the external validations that happen to be going on in your life at that particular moment are. It's, It's internal. It's your thought process. It's your choice to focus on the good and minimize the bad. It doesn't mean to ignore the bad, but to to not let it get a grip of you. So as I've said along the way, this whole show is as much as it's for you who are listening, it's for me. It's reminders to myself uh, of, of what I need to do. So expectations and gratitude. And I realized that it's really a lack of gratitude for myself and what's been given to me when I give others total credit for what they're doing in their lives, and then I give myself none. And it's something that we should all be aware of. It's easy to meet people, talk to people, and and to uh, project onto them you know, what they're telling you they're doing, and then you project everything around that to be all good, and you— fail to realize that they have struggles in their life. And then when you're looking at your own life, you will tell people about it. But your accomplishments, you're not really giving yourself much credit for them. Maybe you give yourself a little bit of credit, but then you're also attaching all of your inner anxieties to it. So it ends up that, you know, you're worthless and the other person is is totally perfect. And that's just not the case, as we've seen over, you know, about 130 episodes, all these people that are so impressive. And each one, when you sit down and talk to them, you realize that they have struggles and they have challenges and, and it never feels like they have arrived. So I think the reason that I, I'm using the word expectations is it's it's good to be ambitious and to set big goals, but when too much is placed on the outcome. It leads to worry instead of joy, and you know if there's something that we can learn about the the tragic loss of of Kobe Bryant this week, uh, which is really just horrible. And my heart goes out to their family, his wife, and and his remaining surviving daughters. It's he talked a lot about the process. And, uh, you know, Tyler, who I just mentioned earlier, when he spoke about the, the process when we sat down and many of the people I sit down with, and, and I know this myself, it's the process, you know, it sounds cliche, it's, it's the journey, not the destination, but that really is true. I think if we are focused on the outcome too much, it robs us of the joy of being in the moment and working our way toward it. And so, so you, you know, it's, it's this kind of um, this inconsistency because you do, you need to expect a lot of yourself if you want to achieve a lot, but you can't grip it too tight. If if you're gripping it too tight, then it's going to be all about the achievements and you're never going to be able to enjoy them and relax into them and, you know, kind of uh, benefit from the fruits of your labor. So I I think I've mentioned that over the past, I don't know, maybe like four or five months, I have somehow uh, gravitated toward these podcasts with uh, preachers and their, their solos, I think maybe because they're shorter, which is ironic because this is a long podcast where, you know, the conversations can be an hour to two hours long. But what I've found is there are a few people that they have these 30 minute or 15 minute podcasts and they have just a little topic. And one of them I listened to recently was uh, Joel Osteen. And he was talking about, it was titled, You Are Enough. And he said, I thought this had to do with expectations and what I'm talking about right now. He said, "When God asks you to do something that doesn't make sense, the act of obedience is what brings the miracle. Now, I don't know what your you know religious uh, outlook is I, I I don't it doesn't matter to me, so you can replace." If you want to replace uh, God with when you're, you know, some voice inside you asks you to do something or, you know, your grandmother asks you to do something or the universe, however you want to say it. But where that statement made sense to me, um, I thought about expectations and what others expect of you and what you expect of yourself or or just the desires that you have. And I thought about this podcast— there have been many times along the way, you know, it started with this urge to express myself, this urge to use myself up in some way that was not requiring someone else to hire me in order to, um, to do something, to produce something. And so it was this inner desire to do something. I listened to this voice that told me that, and I followed it. And I found a lot of joy but along the way, there have been times when I've thought, wow, I'm doing all of this extra work and why, what am I really getting for it? And then I, and then I would go back and I'd interview someone and I'd get inspired again. And I go, oh, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. And I, and I kind of stuck to this, you know, doing something that doesn't make sense. You know, a lot of people said, what are you doing? You're, I kind of launched without really doing a real launch. I just started it. Um, I think people, you know, were supportive, but also maybe looked at me like I was a little crazy. And I just kept following that string of inspiration. And it was, I guess, an act of obedience to that voice inside me, that, that desire inside me to express myself. And- you know, he says, you know, the act of obedience is what brings the miracle. So, you know, I'm talking about just having finished this book. Uh, It's going into the production phase. It'll come out in the summer. When I look back at my computer, there are traces of that book that go years back because I've always felt like, oh, I have these stories that I'd want to tell of the ups and downs of being an actor and, you know, the lessons that I've learned along the way. But who's going to want to read it is what I thought. And that's what held me back. And so I would start a document in my computer and then I'd never do anything with it. And then this act of obedience, this podcast led me to, in this particular case, John Gordon, who is a bestselling author. Maybe you heard that that uh, interview from probably a year ago. Bestselling author. He's written 19 books. Seven of them have been bestsellers. And the way the book came about was completely random. Uh, I sent something of mine to John for his daughter. And because she's uh, considering being an actor, I said, she might want to read this. He read it. And next thing you knew, he introduced me to his publisher and the publisher liked my story and they are publishing the book. And, you know, one... The goodness of John's heart to be that generous, to risk his own reputation, to introduce me to his publisher, you know, based on a little sample of writing that I had written, uh, that that's one huge thing. I would n- never have this deal without that. And then two, this kind of, this idea of the, the act of obedience of doing this podcast and sometimes going, why am I doing this? I'm, wh- what am I doing? You know, just having that feeling of overwhelm at times and it, it being somehow rewarded without me expecting it to come. And it was this thing that I wanted to do, kind of put it aside, the book, put it aside, and then all of a sudden it comes seemingly out of nowhere. Uh, so I, I feel like that's that's a lesson for you. If you're listening to this podcast and you've been listening to it, it probably means you have something in your life that you're going after or trying to improve upon, and maybe the external signs feel like they're not coming your way right now. And what I'm saying is, you just you don't know what's around that corner. And that goes good or bad. You know, you don't know. I mean, I hate to bring up Kobe again, but I feel horrible. It's like, do you think that he woke up that morning and knew that that was his last day? It's so sad to me. And his daughter, it's so sad to me. And and on the flip side, you wake up in the morning and you don't know when something that you've been chasing for a long time is going to actually come your way. So on, on the on the positives and the negatives, you just you don't know what's happening. So don't assume that you know the outcome before you've gotten there. Keep following what it is that inspires you, and you will likely be surprised by what happens. And the last thing that I want to touch on, which is regarding the book, a friend of mine who listens to this show, who's always very supportive, asked me what's going on with the book. And I said, actually, we, you know, we finished it. The, the, the editor and I handed in the, the final manuscript and now it goes into the next phase. And he said, uh, wow, that, you know, that was quick. How did it go? And I said, you know, it came out of nowhere. Uh, I've never written a book. I have, you know, written. I think I write for this show all the time, writing the show, you know, the the introductions and all of that. But I've never written a book. Um, somehow, it 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 got done. You know, it, it, when you're given something, you can surprise yourself. And he he said he was talking to someone. He's in commercial real estate, and he was talking to a colleague of his about moving from one sector of commercial real estate to another, and saying, you know, you just figure it out. And that's that's the other piece that I want to leave with you, which is you you don't need to know how to do something at all times. When you are given a challenge, you'll surprise yourself. You can step up to that challenge and, and figure it out. And not only that, you're not on your own. For example, I had this editor, Julie Kerr, who I loved, who we never even spoke. We've still never spoken. It was all through email, we went back and forth with the documents and writing comments in the side. I didn't even know when we started the process. I had never uh, used a Word document where I've put comments on the side column, which I, you know, has been available to me, I guess, for years. And I've never used it. I've seen it in documents, but I learned that. We learned how to do it. We went back and forth. We got a little system going and we figured it out. And each step of the way, you'll have people that will help you with the logistics. But what you bring to the table is your why. Why, for me, why was I writing this book? I want to help people that are stuck. Maybe in some way, my story can help people see, oh, you know, this guy's been down and out a ton of times. I can do it if he could do it. Um, You know, it's, it's that, that's what you bring to it. You bring the fire and other people will help you shape it. They will help you market it, but, you know, they will help you uh, sculpt it. And and so you can't figure it all out from a standstill. So sometimes you have to have faith that if, if your heart is in the right place, uh, as long as you're, you know— Sometimes you need to be pig-headed and you need to have blinders on because you have to get through the the doubters. But you also need to be open if if 99 people out of 100 are telling you that it's not working and it's go, it's you know that lasts for 30 years then maybe they're right and you have some you have some adjusting to do. Um and and that that's okay. You can't figure it out from sitting still. So you have to take the leap. You have to start taking steps and have faith that if you surround yourself with people that will help you shape things, you can get it done. And when you do take the leap, magically, people that have more knowledge, more logistical knowledge than you do about a certain subject will come out of the woodwork and help you. Uh, That's what happened with the book, uh, Wiley and Sons Publishers, I'm very grateful to them. I'll be talking more about that as the spring rolls along and as that gets closer and, you know, figuring out how to, to make sure you guys have access to get the book. But for now, uh, that's what I want to leave you with. I, I will be giving you uh, interviews as we move along. Uh, Through the spring, some of the ones that we have uh, already in the can. And also, I'm sure that I'll be interviewing people when I'm in New York, but I'll also intersperse those with some of these solos because we uh, just, there's limited time right now. So, hope you enjoyed this. Uh, Keep on going right into the show if you uh, have comments or questions and, you know, check out the show notes. I'll put links to the John Gordon. Uh, interview. So you can go listen to that and go back through when I'm doing these shorter uh, solo episodes, go back through the archives. There are a lot of great interviews from way back in the past that you can go pull out and listen to again. And uh, if you haven't rated or reviewed the podcast, I'd love it if you want to consider that and have a great week and keep on going and we will see you next week.